Today, we have our newest employee at Helium 10, Anthony Leon, to talk about a variety of subjects, including a little more on his backstory, how important education is for Amazon sellers, his plans for building out the Helium 10 blog, and a cool Facebook targeting hack that Amazon sellers of all levels can implement today. How cool is that? Pretty cool, I think. How's it going, everybody? This is Bradley Sutton, and this is Serious Sellers Podcast. And today, I'm doing what I said I wouldn't do. And that is, I'm having a guest on twice within a few months. Like, I was like, you know what? I want to have, go through almost the whole year with just having, you know, each guest once in a year. But technically, I still am keeping to that because, Anthony, you are not really a guest, but you are rather a co-host since you now work for Helium 10, as of like three days ago. Oh, yeah. Technically. What do you think, Anthony? Am I still safe on my, on my personal pledge that I didn't want to recycle any guests? I feel like that would hold up in court. All right. I feel like, I feel like that would too. Okay. So <laughs> this is so funny. Like I just hit you up on Slack right now. What time is it over there where you are? It's only 4 p.m. here. 4 p.m. It's 1 a.m. over here. I'm like, you know what? This is a jolly good time to do a podcast. You know, why not? <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, I wanted to have you on here, first of all, to introduce everybody again to you now as Anthony Lee, our content and training manager at Helium 10. Is that, did I get your title correct? Yes. I think technically it's training and content, but I don't think that, I'm not going to nitpick. <laughs> TNC, CNT, yeah, TNC sounds a little bit better, but we had you on the podcast before. We talked a little bit about your history. So today, I'm not really sure where my 1 a.m. mind is going to take this conversation, but I just thought we'd get to know you a little bit better. Maybe you can give us a couple hacks, talk about what your plans are here, here at Helium 10. We'll, we'll just see where this conversation takes us. So th first of all, we, we talked a little bit about it in the last episode where I had uh, interviewed you, but what was your... Let's say, let's, let's take it back a little bit further. So you went to high school in, was it Alabama? That's right. Okay. What college football team were you a fan of? Oh, goodness. You're going to lose listeners here. I don't. I'm going to lose half of the Alabama population, <laughs> depending on if you pick Auburn or Alabama, right? I don't, I don't follow college football. Boom. You, you see, you're already working out quite well at Helium 10, knowing how to be politically <laughs> correct. And no, but I really that don't. answer you're able to say, yeah, that's good. I believe you. I believe you. Because when you hesitated, I was like, okay, he, he, he doesn't, he's not into it because a diehard fan would have been like, oh, roll tide, you know, right yeah, away or whatever exactly. the Auburn you know, people say. So, okay, we will, we believe you. So what was some of your life education? Cause that seems like it was more valuable in your case. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I had, really open-minded parents that kind of let me do whatever I wanted. And so that was both positive and negative. <laughs> I definitely got into a lot of trouble. So there was that. But in the midst of all that, I ended up having a child. And I think my mindset started to really focus on what's important after she was born. And, you know, being a parent, for anybody listening that is a parent knows this, being a parent suddenly like creates so much ambition and desire for you to just do what, what you feel you need to do for your family. And so that was probably one of the biggest like life-changing moments and lessons 
from there, that's actually what started my entrepreneurial bug. So from there, you know, I took a couple of online courses. Back when I was much younger, I was really interested in real estate investment trusts. And I started, I had a friend who was a loan officer. So I started learning a whole bunch about real estate and came to the conclusion that no matter what, it's super difficult to excel in that particular industry with zero money. Like there are classes and stuff you got to take that cost hundreds of dollars. And at the time I was, you know, barely scraping by making pizzas at a pizza joint. So I moved on from that and I went through this long stint in multi-level marketing just because I, you know, was sold on the idea of the business model. The whole concept of leverage just fascinated me. So I started learning everything I could about that. And, you know, back before people were creating WordPress blogs, I, you know, went and created my own Yahoo site to teach people about multi-level marketing. And it was horrible looking, but Nonetheless, well, hold on. I have a, I have a quick question for you, and I'm going to age myself. Let's see if you even know what this is. You made a Yahoo site, mm-hmm. but what do you know about GeoCities? I did not mess around with GeoCity. I mean, ah, I, it was. But you know what? You know what it is. Time. Oh yeah, of course I know what it is. It was around. Oh, at the same we totally time, just but... aged ourselves. Yeah, we totally just <laughs> aged ourselves with that one. All right, continue, yeah. continue. But yeah, so you know, I learned a lot about. I mean, that was when I really started kind of getting into DIY, like because I was, like I said, I was broke. So I was like, okay, well, I got to go out there and figure out how to make this myself. And, you know, there were like these big websites you could sign up for that, you, you know, cost like $40, $50 a month and you can send traffic to them. And, but I didn't have that money. So, you know, I created my little Yahoo site. And of course, you know, multi-level marketing just ended up not being my, my thing at all, even remotely. But I spent many years kind of learning. And that, that was during the period of time that I also started reading personal development, just kind of working on getting my mind right and, 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 expanding my vision of what's possible. And then from there, I started writing and I tried my hand at being an author. I learned that was an awesome experience. It's probably one of my best educational experiences because in doing so, especially because it had a scientific topic, I learned how to conduct research. I learned how to do experiments. I learned how to navigate through research papers and, and, and actually like learn the difference between something that's peer reviewed and not peer reviewed and what that means. I learned how to evaluate evidence. And that was honestly more than any of the writing, more than, than really anything I've done. I think that is the strongest foundation for what I do now because it allows me to analyze data and collect data and sift through it and kind of make really either educated guesses or remain skeptical enough. So if we're talking about education, I think that experience was probably on the top as far as the things that have taught me skills that I use today. But shortly after that happened, I actually fell into the whole Amazon game. And then ever since then, I've been, I've been basically obsessed with learning everything I can about Amazon, selling on Amazon, e-commerce, and then some, some connected things like, you know, marketing and advertising and whatnot. You know, uh, you know, talking more about you and I being cut from the same cloth is like, I consider you and I kind of like unicorns in, in this business. And I'm not trying to like, you know, make our heads get bigger, 
my head is as big as it is anyways, uh, size eight on my <laughs> hat. I can never have hats that, you know, I, I always wear that helium 10 hat. People see me on the AMAs. That thing restricts the blood circulation. It's the biggest hat available. My, but hey, so my, my hat, my head is big enough. I, I digress. Anyways, what was I, what was I trying to say? Oh yes, yes, yes. You and I being unicorns in that in this game, it's really hard to find an employee, like say at a company like ours that has, you know, a decent amount of Amazon knowledge but that would work, quote unquote, for the man. And the reason I think is this, it's like, hey, if somebody really knows Amazon, either A, they are a successful Amazon seller themselves, you know, making some some pretty big bucks. And, and you know, so like, why would they take a pay cut and leave their seven figure business to, you know, come to be a content and training manager? Or B, maybe they're a consultant or, or they're a very, you know, popular agency or, or something like that, or an employee of Amazon. And it, the, the same question is, it's like, they're probably doing so well. Why in the world would they want to come? And actually before I was hired, most of the office of, of Helium 10 was made up of very, very, very talented individuals, experts in their fields, whether it be marketing or, or uh, content writing, et cetera. But very few had Amazon background because people like us are, are kind of hard to find. So then somebody, a, a typical question I get is like, wait a minute, Bradley, what, what are you doing? Like, why don't you have, you know, your own big business or why are you doing this? Like maybe, are you a failure? Are you a fraud? Maybe why should I even listen to you? And, 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 you know, the same question might go to you, Anthony. So I'll, I'll tell my side in a bit, but, but as far as your side, like what, if somebody says that to you, well, Anthony, you say, you know, a lot about Amazon, but if you know so much, why aren't you one of these seven, eight figure sellers that I hear about? That's a good question. For starters, I do want to preface this by saying that I don't actually claim to know a whole lot about Amazon. I don't like being labeled an expert because I'm a student, but I might know a little bit. I have been around and I listen. Dude, you, you, I think you trump me in my knowledge. So stop being, stop being humble. But, you know, to answer the question directly, you know, I do sell products. Uh, as a matter of fact, I had one brand that did really, really well, and I almost sold it. And now I realize I should have because I made some rookie mistakes and didn't grow it to the level that it could have grown. And, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. But I tell you what, man, I learned a bunch from that failure. I really did. Then, you know, I started over and got really, really distracted because I was trying to do too much at once. But I still have aspirations to grow physical products brand, you know, right now I'm taking it really slow and, and, and actually going to use my failures of the past to, to ensure my success. But I have no doubt in my mind that it will be because I, I feel confident that I know what I'm doing now, but I'm still in the game and I still very much so plan to continue to be in the game because this is the game that I know. Beyond that, you know, I, I also still privately consult this is what's called multiple streams of income. Just because I never decided to go and be a course guru. And I don't want to say that and offend anybody that has a course. I, I'm personally friends with guys that have amazing course content. I actually had a partner. We, we wrote a couple of books and we were thinking about turning that information into course content. But I got really overwhelmed with all the other stuff I was doing and ultimately realized that marketing digital course content is a completely different animal. And I would have to start over from scratch to learn it. And I decided I didn't want to go that route. 
what I have been learning aside from the Amazon game is, is how to help software in this space grow. And I fell in love with that. So that's why I'm still here. Like I, I could be handed an eight figure brand tomorrow and I would still do what I'm doing because what I'm doing specifically, all the things I'm doing from the physical products I sell to this job, to, you know, the private clients that I have, all the things I'm doing are things that I love. So that's why I do what I do. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Like me, I actually never did even launch a private label product. I, you know, I launched over 400 products for other people, but I was happy doing that. I was happy working for other companies, you know, helping them grow. It was like, I mean, to me, Amazon was like a game, you know, and and the reason why maybe I didn't launch my own, you know, there's a part of me, I'm I'm one of those personality types who I'm like, I don't want to be too greedy. I'm fine with not making seven figures, but at the same time, I'm not having to worry about losing my butt because a container sunk in the ocean and my whole investment is gone or I get sued by somebody who died by choking on my product or or I have to go and, and get a, a million LLCs and insurance and and worry about running a business and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, I think, you know, that, that 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 was part of my thing. Like, yeah, I probably could have have done it. You know, I'm not saying I would have become a, a seven figure seller or something, but but for me, uh, that was me. And so if anybody out there is listening and you are like Anthony or myself, hey, send a, send an email to support at helium10.com if you've got some Amazon knowledge or maybe you are selling on Amazon, but you're like, you know what? I want a different challenge in my life. We are hiring all the time. Send an email support at helium10.com, tension HR, you know, with your resume and, and we'd be happy to, to look at it. Speaking of that, Anthony, what, what attracted you to, to Helium 10? I mean, I know you've been a customer of Helium 10, you know, like you've been using our software a little bit, but like what attracted you to us as a company that said, Hey, this, this is a, this is a company I would consider working for. I mean, Helium 10's at the top of their game, you know, it's one of the, Hey, 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 you got to change it now. Uh, we are on top of our game. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> You're part of the team know, now. <laughs> but, you know, we, uh, it's true, though. You know, but Helium 10 became one of the most well-recognized, you know, softwares in the space. And as far as my thinking is, you know, I, I love this space. I love this industry. And I feel like I have an awful lot that I could offer this space in this industry. And I couldn't think of a better company to to try and lend, you know, that help to. And so, I mean, that's that's ultimately what. And, and there was other little things too. I had heard so much about the culture. I'd seen it on social media. You do a great job at like showing you, well, you and and actually several other people on the team do a great job at kind of showing the office environment and what it's like and and all of that, you know, to a smaller degree kind of made me realize that that was the right decision. But ultimately it was because, you know, the, like, if you are joining a sport and, and you think that you could be, you know, like, a, I don't know what they're called. Cause I don't, I don't watch sports, but like a first string or top tier player, you want to be on a top tier team. And, and that's kind of where I was at with it. Okay, cool. Well, I'm happy that our efforts are, are not going unnoticed. You know, like we, we do these, uh, that's what we try. You know, we, we try and show the uh, the other side, the culture of our business too, because we want people to know that we're a family. And I think you're going to find that here. Did, did you, speaking of family, you talked to Barkus today at all? Not very long. I think he caught me right in the middle of like, I don't know, being 
20 tabs in my Chrome browser. So he was like, <laughs> you're saying hi. And I was like, yeah, yeah, okay. <laughs> so, so Barkus is somebody else who, you know, you've known for a while and now has joined the team as well. But I was just curious because today we had our, we actually have at Helium 10, a corporate masseuse and chiropractor who comes in and, and I was wondering, I didn't get to see him today at the office, but I was just wondering if, if he had taken advantage of that. But the, there's something that you have to look forward to for all of our old bones. Uh, <laughs> you and I are old enough to appreciate how that can help. Now let, let's, let's go forward a little bit. Something you told me the other day, it was funny. You had started a couple of days ago. You, you're going through the videos. Like one of your first assignments is like, all right, Anthony, take a look at all of the training videos with this, with Mr. Big Head here with the big hat and which one of these, you know, might be out of date or you think could be done better. And I remember you said, man, I've been using Helium 10 for a while, but I'm mad. And I'm like, why are you mad? You're like, well, I didn't realize it could do all this stuff and all this time I haven't been using it. What, what, are, what are a couple of those things? Because we, we really didn't talk about that. But what are a couple of things that you're like, holy cow, I didn't know Helium 10 could well, do this. Uh, pretty much everything in black box because I'd always used Magnet and Cerebro. So like just looking at all the stuff in black box, was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. Like it's, it's incredible that it does so much stuff. This is pretty much like everything that black box does, but then moving farther, you know, down the list, like Cerebro, like I never even thought to do some of the research that you have kind of showed people they can do when, when demonstrating the tool, like Cerebro, you know, the, the relative rank. And it's just like, it hits on so many other dimensions that I've always been aware of in, in my research, but I never realized that like, there's, there's a button for it, you know, or, or seeing what all of, what all of the competing big similar products are ranking for the same keywords on like you could, you could click a button and make it happen. You did all this stuff in less than 30 seconds. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, like this is too powerful. It's nuts. And I haven't even gone through all the videos yet. So I'm sure I'm going to say that about something else like tomorrow. Okay, cool, cool. I look forward to going over, over it with you now on your side, you know, I, I know right now you're just getting, you know, caught up, but I saw on our Slack channel, we were piling tons of stuff on you today. And Manny was too. Can you give the audience a little bit of a taste of of what they have to look forward to as far as the content side? Because, you know, a lot of our listeners, you know, they're, they're, we're the number one most listened to podcast in the world as far as Amazon goes. But what Helium 10 maybe isn't known for as much are our blogs. And we do have some, we've always had some great blogs. We've had some great content managers on our team we had one he, he had to move away so he wasn't working for us anymore and your predecessor actually was hired away from us to make movies in hollywood you know that was her dream job that she had gotten and so you have some big shoes to fill and they were doing a great job but i i think you we just hired two full-time people to to be under you what can the audience look forward to from the content team as far as like blogs and and different pieces that you have on your roadmap so what to be looking forward to with the blog? So if you look at the blog now, you see that there's actually, I think before that, I, before I came, maybe not too, too long ago, the trend was started to, to really kind of uptick the amount of guest contributions. And so obviously we'll continue with that, especially with the list of guest contributors that we have lined up pretty, you know, influential individuals that have a ton of good information to to share but i actually really really want to also match that intensity by focusing on our in-house content i think one of the challenges uh, you know 
is always that uh, it's not just that it's it's hard to find people who have you know intense knowledge to work for a company but 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 it also is difficult to find people who have knowledge about Amazon and also can put out uh, written content and I really want to make our in-house content honestly as good as the guest con- uh, contributions so you're going to see a, a basically a raising of the bar like that's that's my challenge to myself and to my team raise the bar match the intensity of the awesome guest contributions we have with equally awesome very very detailed and educational information uh, ideally that becomes a resource that people you know will bookmark so when they're trying to do something they can you know go oh well I learned how to do that on the Helium 10 blog. You know, I got to pull that up. So you're going to see a lot of that too. Really like in-depth, how to do awesome stuff, specifically step-by-step that you want to do. And then of course, you know, a couple of days later, you'll, you'll maybe see a post from a nine-figure seller. So it's just going to be amazing content just to try and get people enjoying that medium too. Because I know that, you know, you do an awesome job with the podcast and, and people love the podcast. But, you know, if you're not commuting and you're sitting around, you know, maybe you're you're laying down in bed at night next to your spouse and you don't want to you don't want to make too much noise. Well, you're going to have awesome stuff to sit there and just read. That doesn't make any noise at all. So that's the goal. <laughs> There we go. Cool. And I know we're going to have you, you know, work on some some guides and different things. And one of your specialties, I know you're always excited about this possibility of you know, teaching people a little bit more about messenger bots. So I thought maybe right now, could you like within like two or three minutes, give like a simple flow about something that would be a novice, like somebody could just go and sign up for many chat or one of these chat bot services right now, an Amazon seller and something that they're not doing right now, but that is not that difficult to implement, but could, could help them either with their launch or with, you know, I have no idea, you know, with their Facebook ads, but is there anything that you could just kind of outline about how they can set it up? Obviously, this is not a visual podcast, you know, so you've got to kind of describe it with your words, but something that you could give our listeners as their bonus for listening through this whole episode here. Okay. So I'll do a real quick hack for Facebook targeting, right? Let's say you're new and not that well-versed in Facebook ads, but you know, you want to run maybe, you know, some messenger campaigns, say you get a handy guide or something from Helium 10. (laughs) So the targeting, a lot of people will say, you know, hey, download your buyer list and create a lookalike audience and that kind of stuff. The problem is if you don't have a buyer list, because maybe you don't have any buyers, that could be hard. So what do you do? The mistake that newbies make often is they'll just like pick a broad, like a super broad kind of interest, right? Like I sell spatulas. So I'm going to go after people who like cooking and then, you know, their audience potential is like 4 million. The problem is they're going to burn through ad spend clicks because there'll be plenty of people interested in clicking, but it's too broad uh, to find people who are actually interested in in the product, even at a deep discount or, or, you know, hundred percent rebate or whatever. So a better way to structure it is... And actually, it's funny. I learned this from like some random, totally random, nameless, like 
18 year old kid in Reddit who made a YouTube video for dropshippers. But anyway, this is the strategy for targeting. Mm -hmm. So essentially, you first pick Amazon.com as an interest, and then you narrow from there to engaged shoppers, right? So these are people that Facebook knows is interest like likes amazon.com so they probably have an amazon account and then also they know that they click on stuff and buy stuff right because remember a lot of there's still plenty of people out there with shopify sites and they actually can capture that purchase data so facebook knows that these are engaged shoppers then narrow it a third time and that third time you're going to actually start focusing in on the interest that involves your product. So the first tier is Amazon.com. The second tier is engaged shoppers. And then the third tier will be like people who like, you know, Food Network or, or people who like Iron Chef. If, if you're, you know, selling the spatula or, or, you know, a barbecue fork or something. Anyway, so that's, that's mm-hmm. my targeting tip. And, and that should narrow your audience uh, to anywhere from... I say you want to go after anywhere from like 400,000 to a million, maybe a million and a half people. And then just keep adding people to that third tier till you get to that number. So then what would be your, I mean, that's your target, but what's the, what's the campaign? Like that's a Facebook ad. And then are you just bringing them to an offer? Are you bringing them into your, your, your chat bot or what would be the goal of targeting those people? Well, me personally, like that, that targeting would work for anything you're trying to do with an Amazon product. Me personally, I use that targeting to get people into a mini chat flow because I feel like a messenger objective, it can be, if you do it right, if you target well, can be very affordable compared to just trying to push people to a sale or, you know, the kind of the challenges and complications that arise when you're trying to do tracking, if you send it back to Amazon and all that stuff, although there are tools out there that help with that, but still my objective would be to go into a messenger campaign. So like that campaign, for example, might be a rebate campaign. And that's where you're, you're offering people on Facebook the opportunity to try and, you know, ideally give you feedback about your product in exchange for either a partial or a full rebate. And then that way you can kind of stimulate buying, some buying history, some demographic history, all good data for from Facebook's perspective. And then also the sales velocity and sales history looks really good from the Amazon perspective. So that's just one example of, of, a, of a campaign that you could use that targeting for. Okay. Awesome. All right. So thank you for that. And that's just a little tease of what we can look forward to getting some in-depth tutorials on from you uh, as the time goes. So anyways, Anthony, welcome again to the team. It was great to get to know you a little bit more, a little bit about your history and what attracted you to Helium 10 and what you're learning right now and what you have in store for us. And thanks for that little Facebook advertising tip that I know a lot of people would be interested in. So we'll be seeing you soon over here at the office. Until then, please make sure though, when you come here, please wear a little bit more clothing than you do on our video calls that we've been doing lately. It's uh, so you're practically, hot here. Oh my yes. God, so hot here. Yes. I thought you were part of a nudist colony at first, the first time you came on, because you could, it's like a, one of those string tank tops. So like, wasn't like a, a full tank. Like, so I really couldn't tell. It's like, is he literally shirtless here on this video call? But anyways, that was actually the reason why we didn't do a video podcast. I just wanted the audio. I, I, I didn't want to be scared. <laughs> I but anyways, uh, yeah. for you.
but it's all good. All right. All right. Well, uh, again, welcome to the team, Anthony. It's it's going to be, it's awesome. You don't know how like excited I am to have you here and we're going to do some awesome things together. I am excited to thank you so much for the warm welcome and for having me on the Serious Seller podcast again. Yep. And we're going to have you co-host with me once you start coming to the office. I don't like being by myself here and having to come up with all the questions and stuff. So it'd be great to have somebody to co-host some of these episodes with me. So hopefully you'll be down for that. I definitely will be. All right. We'll see you soon.